G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Our Middle East correspondent Ron Ross is joining us on the phone now to bring us up to speed with everything that is happening in the Middle East. And boy, oh boy, it's changing quickly, isn't it, Ron? Yes, it's very hard to keep up with the uh, tragedy that's involved in this current activity. Um, And I think it might be worthwhile having a look at why Israel has attacked such a densely populated Gaza neighbourhood. More than two weeks into the current Gaza war, Israel at the weekend suffered its first bout of serious international condemnation after a day of bloody fighting. If Palestinian estimates are to be believed, the bulk of the dead were civilians, residents of the battered Gaza city suburb of Shejaya. The UN Secretary-General Ban Ki-moon has described the activity as an atrocious action, and US Secretary of State John Kerry uh, quipped it's a hell of a pinpoint operation. So there was pretty open criticism of the way Israel was going about the attacks into Gaza, and uh, it continued overnight. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Israel is always portrayed, aren't they, as being the aggressor. They're rarely seen or rarely painted by the world's media at large as being on the defensive, and yet this has really been the case, hasn't it? I found it very interesting that Bill Clinton, the former president of the United States, in an interview with Indian media... Uh, described the activity of Hamas of hiding behind children as the main uh, contributor towards the uh, fatalities of so many youngsters. And even overnight, I've been watching uh, television coverage of a family that was annihilated in an attack by Israel as they went after one Hamas man who was living in, uh, within the, with the family. And so it's very difficult. Uh, I was reading overnight uh, an article by Michael Leninsky, uh, who is the director of uh, uh, Torah Eretz Israel, and uh, he wrote an article about uh, the fact that the world's attitude towards Israel has been uh, predicted. Uh, He said Jews all over the world are aware of the unusual hostility harbored by the nations towards our people and our country. Uh, and he, he was using the story of Joseph as an indicator uh, in the Bible of uh, people turning on Israel. Pharaoh offered Joseph the best land for his father and brothers to settle in, but in the end the true nature of Egypt uh, prevailed. The new Pharaoh, who had no special affinity for Joseph, acted out of his nature. And then he goes on to describe uh, the attitude of various nations around the world this week, And he concluded his comments by writing, May God protect us from our enemies and foil their plans against us. And I went through the Bible and just picked out Psalm 2 verse 1, uh, which asks, Why are the nations in an uproar and the people devising a vain thing? And Isaiah 62 verses 6 and 7, You who call upon the Lord, give yourselves no rest until he establishes Jerusalem and makes her a praise in the earth it would seem that we've got a fair bit of praying to do. 
Yeah, the Israeli leaders, of course, they're watching all this unfold. They're watching how world leaders are responding. We've had the Australian uh, ambassador, the Israeli ambassador to Australia, saying that they are grateful for Australia's support. But what's the general feeling, do you think? Um, well, the, the Israelis, I think, feel fairly isolated. Uh, I read one report from Israel this morning uh, that said we have to go ahead and ignore uh, the criticism. And uh, one, the Emergency Council uh, of Israel came out and openly told uh, Senator John Kerry to stay away. They don't need a mediator unless he's coming to uh, help bring peace in the region. And while rockets are being fired into Israel, there will be no peace. So the Palestinians then, are they feeling betrayed by the Arab world? Yes, they're quite concerned that there's been no uprising amongst the Arabs. Uh, and my journalistic friend, Khaled Abu Tomei, uh, on uh, yesterday gave us a list. He, uh, he, he reported they have money and oil but don't care about the Palestinians, even though we are Arabs and Muslims like them. And this was a Saudi sheikh who made that statement. And uh, uh, some Arabs were hoping that Israel would get rid of Hamas, uh, was a report out of Gaza City journalist. And Mustafa al-Sawaf, a Palestinian political analyst, said some of the Arab regimes are interested in get, getting rid of the resistance in order to remove the burden of the Palestinian cause, which threatens the stability of other Arab regions. And so, yes, the Arab world is uh, not very supportive of Hamas at the moment. When you talk about Hamas, though, I mean, there's corruption there really at the core, isn't there? It's unbelievable. Uh, 1.8 million people live in the Gaza Strip. Most of them are refugees. They endure an unemployment rate that reaches 40%, wicked poverty, rock-bottom wages... And to top it all, an apparently corrupt regime. Uh, I read uh, yesterday where Ishmael Hania, the leader of Hamas, owns a, a property worth $4 million, and uh, Khalad Mashal uh, has got a huge fortune stowed away, and some of the people in Gaza are asking why Hania's family is living in a five-star hotel uh, and far away from the fighting. In fact, these children go to school in Israel. And, of course, while all this fighting is going on and the media is reporting widely the injured and the dead among the Palestinians, the Israeli Defence Force is very compassionate, aren't, aren't they, because they've set up a field hospital right in the middle of everything to treat those who are injured. They have. The IDF announced at the weekend that it was setting up a field hospital at the Eretz border crossing between Israel and the Gaza Strip. It's been functioning uh, since 8 o'clock last Sunday night, and uh, the idea of said it was seeking to serve mainly women and children, and they will include the delivery women uh, room for the pregnant ladies. Uh, so those things are not often reported. That is Ron Ross, our Middle East reporter. Ron, thanks for your time on the phone today. Thanks, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.